Check it out. Welcome to the Rashawn Franklin Podcast, uh, episode 45. I'm your host, Rashawn Franklin. Uh, special edition episode coming up right now. I have uh, Carly Thomas of What a Crime to Be Alive, Alive fame. How you doing, Carly? How you, how you been today? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, like I was telling you off mic, I wanted to talk about this documentary because it was so fucking creepy. Yeah. Like it, like I'm a grown man and I don't get scared easily because I feel like I can protect myself. That doc was terrifying. Yeah. Um, I've actually heard a lot of talk like on social media about people saying that they thought that it was like too gory to be put on Netflix. Um, and which I get it. Like not everybody is used to seeing that kind of stuff. Um, and so, yeah, like pictures from the crime scene, videos from the crime scene, dead bodies, like that was just, yeah, it, it was a little much. But this is, this is your expertise, your area of expertise. Tell people, uh, about what a crime to be alive and, and how much you're into true crime stuff. Um, so me and my cousin Pinky started what a crime to be alive. Um, we talked about starting it at the end of 2019. Um, and then we, just kind of got stuff up and running um, this past year. So um, she listens to a lot of podcasts and I don't really unless through true crime. Um, I'm just now getting into podcasts right now. Um, so that's kind of her forte. She's good with technology um, and she just listens to a variety of different podcasts. But I'm like the true crime side. So I read true crime books. I watch true crime docuseries, documentaries, you know, just like all of these things. So we kind of put our strengths together and created What a Crime to Be Alive. Um, and she does everything basically like I just come up with the um crime material I give it to her she takes it and she runs with it like she's great um and I feel shout out to pink shout out to pink (laughs) yeah for sure yeah she's great um but I feel like and she will definitely tell you this that I like true crime because I'm so nosy Like I, (laughs) yeah, that's like one of her things that she says about me. Like I'm the nosiest person of all time. Um, I will be on like jail tracker looking to see who got arrested this past week in our, in our hometown. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. And how many times have you seen somebody you, 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 I mean, your town's small, Ashland's small, right? So it's very small. So it's likely that I see somebody I know every single weekend. (laughs) Wow. That's incredible. (laughs) Uh, well, if I ever get into a jam, I'm calling you first because <laughs> I listen to y'all podcast and yeah. um, it gets really in depth about uh, these crimes. And, you know, when you study stuff so much, you, you know how to get away with it. So I, I wouldn't fuck with you, number one. <laughs> and two, if I got into a jam, I'm definitely calling Pinky to call you uh, to yeah. tell me how to get out of this. So yeah. um, thanks again. Thanks for coming on. I think this is going to be a good one. So. Let's just talk about just every let's break down this documentary because I, I, I watched the trailer and I'm, I'm not a huge true crime guy, but I watched the trailer and I was like, I have to watch this. Like, this is crazy. Something I never heard of. Uh, and the guy just looking at him gave me the creeps. Yeah. It, and like 
I have heard so many people, I mean, a bunch of true crime groups on Facebook, so many people say that he is, like, attractive. And, I mean, he was, like, getting, after he was arrested, he was getting love letters in, in prison. And I just, I don't know. I, he was, I thought he was so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, women were showing up to the trial. Um, yeah. He actually got married while he was in jail. Uh, which is a crazy, crazy thing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that happens a lot of times with serial killers. They have uh, fans for whatever reason. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what it is, if it's just like the bad boy kind of thing. That's yeah. Like, but, uh, yeah, it, it does happen a lot um, with serial killers. Uh, it happened a lot with Ted Bundy, Aaron Hernandez, you know, those, those kind of people. Um, I don't know. It's just not something that I would do, but Pinky has, you know, some thoughts about Aaron Hernandez. So you should ask her about it. <laughs> okay. I will. Uh, I think we're supposed to talk about that on y'all at, at some point. Uh, and I've got a lot of feelings about that specific trial and, and how it affected, you know, I'm a sport, I'm a sports guy. So how it affected the NFL and, um, you know, it was just, just a crazy situation. Uh, so and that doc was really well done that they did. So, uh, I kind of first want to talk about just how this documentary was done. It, it felt too, like I said, it felt too well done. It felt like it felt like we were back in the 1980s, Los Angeles, reliving it. Right. Um, they did a really good job putting this thing together, and some of the things that they did made you like kind of flinch in your seat, like the sounds, the the way they brought stuff to light. It was crazy. Yeah, so like one of the things that I noted was that um, they had the, the actual footage and they had actual pictures from the crime scenes, um, but they also added a feature that I thought was important. They would um, kind of reenact the crime scene, if you mm -hmm. will. Like they would, like for instance, there would be um, a bed with blood all over it. Obviously, it wasn't the same bed, but um, it just kind of put these things into perspective. Like many people are just kind of like, oh, it's another serial killer, but the photos and the crime scene reenactments, they, it was, it was very raw. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I feel like brings these stories to life and shows how awful the acts actually were. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the thing about this guy is that it just seems he was first of all, he was 10 steps ahead of the police. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about them eventually. But the killings were so random, it felt like. So they couldn't really find any type of path to catch this guy. Um, have you seen uh, serial killers that have been that smart? Usually serial killers are smart at are good at outsmarting the police but this guy especially seemed like he was yeah um and they at one point in this docuseries mentioned that they thought that they may be dealing with someone who was like law enforcement because mm -hmm. he was so good at um just being ahead of the police not leaving any evidence at the scene you know like the one thing that it boiled down to was they found his shoe print mm -hmm. um, and they traced it to how many shoes um, of this particular uh, company had been um, sent out and all that kind of stuff. And so that was like one of the only things that they were able to find. There were no fingerprints. There were, he didn't have any blood at the scene. Um, there were hardly any witnesses. These all took place at night, but they all were very random. He like didn't have an MO. He would randomly select people to kill. And he would, he was basically an opportunist 
opportunistic killer. Like he would just whatever was handy, a hammer, a gun, a knife, you know, like whatever he could get his hands on at the time. Like it didn't matter who he was killing or how he was killing them. It was just like he wanted to kill these people. Yeah. Um, and, and it's very hard to track somebody like that. But another thing that struck me was not just that I feel like serial killers like the idea of killing and, and like the feeling they get when they kill someone or something. This guy was killing people, but he was also sodomizing kids. Like he yeah. was a real demon. Like, have you uh, seen, like, is there any serial killer that you, that you uh, studied that has, has that type of MO? No, not that I have studied. He was, it was very weird um, that he was doing, like he would sexually assault young children, but then mm-hmm. he would kill adults. So it was odd that he wasn't really um, killing young children or sexually assaulting adults that much. It was just, it was very odd. They thought at first it was two people because these mm-hmm. MOs were so different. Yeah. Um, and like I said, the only thing that linked them together was the shoe print, really. Um, so it was, yeah, he was just very demonic. He did not care. He did not have any concern for these people's well-being. He just did what he needed to do to get that high. Yeah. Um, yeah. Demon would be how I describe him. Like, Definitely. This guy, if, if this guy, had, once they caught him, and he was convicted they should have just put him down like like that's the type of guy he was um don't let him linger don't let him uh get a chance to do this again um and you know he just was able to stay in jail for so long and and, uh, he should have been put down man (laughs) this guy was different i agree um he was different um let's let's talk a little bit about the police uh one thing that stands out well Salerno, Frank Salerno and Gil uh, Carrillo, uh, I think you say his name, uh, they were really good guys for this documentary. Like, I feel like they told the story well. They remembered a lot of bits and pieces about it uh, that made the documentary amazing. But uh, one thing that stood out with me with their situation is the, the dentist's office. When he was, they knew he was coming back and they took the guy off of the office because they had the, the buzzer. That was the biggest mistake yeah. that they could have made, right? Yeah. And I'm not sure, like, I want to, like, I would, when I was watching that, I wanted to know whose call that was, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if that was, I just, that was just not, that's not how they should have went about it, I, I thought, you know? Yeah. Um, to have that buzzer uh, for the dentist to, to hit, I mean, anything could have went wrong with that. First of all, he's so dangerous. You need to have people sitting on that 24-7 regardless. Like, don't, whose call was that to pull that off? Like you said, um, in, insane. Uh, so, yeah, that, w- that was pretty much um, one of the things uh, about the police. But these guys, um, it affected their lives, too. Uh, you know, Gil, he had to send his family away. His wife was like, yo, I am not staying here as long. Because it, it felt like it was getting closer to their house and, um, Frank even said at some point he had to sleep, he was sleeping with a gun messing with this guy. Um, insane how, how this affected yeah. them and their lives. I don't blame his wife one bit like that. Oh, it's, yeah. it's very scary. Um, because you know, like as a serial killer, you would know that the police are looking for you. Um, so, you know, you could mess with them, but 
like I said, he had no evidence left of the scene, so they had no idea who this man was. You know, like, he was able to still walk free, and, you know, it, like, I'm sure he had, he knew where these police officers lived. Um, it's just, he was very demonic, and he did not care. What do you think the purpose was of him going to San Francisco to uh, commit a, a crime, what, a murder? Was it just to throw them off? I know he had some friends there, but what do you think right. that the purpose was? Yeah, I kind of feel like it was to throw them off um, because most of his killings kind of happened around Los Angeles. So I feel like him jumping to um, San Francisco was basically just to um, kind of throw them off. But then I feel like something like that, this day and age, would kind of come back and bite you because um, – police are so able to link people to certain cities, uh, like referring to the Aaron Hernandez case. Um, Aaron Hernandez was the only person that Odin Lloyd knew in that area of town. Right, right. How they were able to connect that murder. Um, and so I feel like that that would kind of come back and bite you uh, later on, having the uh, like technology and DNA and things like that that police have now. Yeah. Uh, where do you rank this in true in your uh, personal true crime docs? Oh my gosh, this is probably the most heinous, um, for sure. I the the killing of people is is one thing, but you know just the sexually abusing young children like he did. Um, that's just that was absolutely terrible. Um, he would pick up children from a playground and then sexually abuse them and then drop them off with absolute no help like just drop them off in the middle of the city yeah i think uh the survivor who was dropped off at a gas station she was told her story and that was like i don't know how she has the strength to like even do that um yeah and live a normal life after the fact uh that was um that was pretty crazy and and yeah and that that's one of the layers of the doc to to have somebody who was actually in it, not even the cops, but somebody who was actually afflicted by the situation, come on and talk about it. Um, crazy, 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 crazy doc. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, like that is one of the things that I really enjoyed about this docu-series was that uh, they did have a few victims that were survivors that were able to talk about it. And these people uh, basically helped the police lead them to um, this guy. So, you know, have, had they not been uh, survivors, then maybe they wouldn't be in the same position, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you think, um, I know you said something about people feeling like, uh, you know, they were a part of it, uh, feeling like it was real. Do you think it, this type of crime spree could happen today? I'm always worried about people getting ideas and copycats emerging when people are, when these stories are told, like that's, that's my fear. Yeah. Um, and that is, I think that's something to be worried about. Um, mm. but I don't think that it could happen in, um, I just like, for instance, we have a, a ring doorbell. A lot of people have those these days, you know what I mean? So like, it's yeah. not like you can be on, there's a lot of, uh, security footage. There's a lot of witnesses. Um, you know, back then there wasn't a whole lot of technology, um, and so I feel like this day and age, it's very hard for things like that to occur, um, mm -hmm. just because there's always somebody that saw something. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, that's pretty much all I had. Anything else about the doc that you want to talk about? Um, 
Um, I just wanted to uh, kind of go over like his the the end of this. Like he had his uh, his killings and his sexual assaults began in mid 1984, and they mm-hmm. lasted until he was arrested in August of 1985. And ultimately, he was charged with 13 counts of murder, five counts of attempted murder, 11 counts of sexual assault, and four 14 counts of burglary. Um, and so he was, he was given something like 14 life sentences. Um, and then he, he ended up dying at age 53 of Of uh, cancer. Yeah. Right. So he didn't actually serve out his time. Um, but yeah, that was, it was just very heinous. And, um, this guy was, he was demonic. He was. Yeah. uh, And I know uh, a lot of the journalists, you know, I'm, I'm a journalist, so, Having to go to these trials because it's, it's the it's the biggest trial, you know, probably next to you know OJ in LA, you know, for like the last whatever 20, 30, 40 years, you have to go. So uh, to to be in the midst of a guy like that daily, it's gotta fuck with your psyche because um, oh yeah yeah so uh, yeah crazy 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 doc. Um, and I, hopefully we never see anything like this again. Um, I want to thank you for coming on. And I definitely want to return the favor and talk about uh, something on you guys' doc. But go ahead and shout out What a Crime and, and where can people follow you? And uh, Yeah, so um, like Urshan said, we are uh, What a Crime to be alive. Um, and you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook, you know, uh, we're on Apple for podcasts. We're on Spotify. Basically, you can find us anywhere. Um, so it's what a crime to be alive. Um, and I really appreciate you having us on, or having me on the show. You already had Pinky. So, um, yeah, we'd love to have you um, one of these days for a bonus episode. That would be great. Cool. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Carly. I appreciate you. Thanks. Thanks so much to Carly Thomas for coming on. Um, if you love true crime, their pod, what a crime to be alive. Uh, it's a great, great in-depth look at, you know, specific murders. Uh, they drop an episode a week uh, and sometimes uh, two with a bonus episode. So definitely check them out. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about NFL this week as well. So I got Keith and Emmett on next to uh, talk about the goat versus the baby goat in the Super Bowl 55 coming up. Take a listen. All right. Um Football talk with uh, Keith and M. We witnessed Tom Brady go back to his tenth Super Bowl over the weekend. Crazy! How y'all doing, man? Before we even get into it, great man. Can't complain. The weather a little different out here in California right now. Look cold. Been raining. What? You know, it hits a little different when it's out here. So mm-hmm. that means it's gonna be freezing when it get this way. By the time we get this way, yeah. oh, I heard it was man. snowing in LA today. Actually, I won't be shocked. Like in the morning or something, and they're like higher elevation. I can see that for sure. Crazy times, yeah, yeah. It's wild here. We think we got storms heading this way. You know, we on a warning. Like type of warning? Weather warning. I don't. I don't know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a warning. A weather warning. Yeah. Just so stay out. Just stay from outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh Keep no! It's inside warning. It's lightning. <laughs> it's lightning and thunder and it's rain. Every, 
So, you know, I don't know. I'll stay in the crib. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. It's easy to do that shit nowadays. I'm, I'm fucking my crib. I just put everything in. I, I don't, sometimes I don't go outside for like a day, 24 <laughs> hours. Seriously, it's like like a vampire. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, but then I'm like, damn, I gotta get some sun. So I'm outside. Like, it's crazy, man. It's fucking crazy. It's some crazy ass times, bro. I don't want to keep talking about the times. <laughs> <laughs> This shit is nuts. Oh, man. I sound like an old nigga talking about the times and shit. Um, yeah, so Tom Brady went back to his 10th Super Bowl, man. That shit is incredible. Uh, no matter how you slice it. 10? 10? 10 out of 20 times? Whoo. Every other year? <laughs> Aaron looks so defeated, bro. He, he just looks. He be he be on his way to this motherfucker. He be Drew, smacked him, smack, smack, smack. Go ahead and get you out of there, Phil. <laughs> you know, set, set that nigga to retirement. Yeah, 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 bro. Go ahead, throw his pass to his son, bro. The bro. This shit he's been doing. <laughs> this know. shit that he's been doing. He's doing it to his son. <laughs> You knew he did. Then he went to Aaron's house, though. He went to Green Bay and smacked him. It was cold as shit. And then he's going home for the Super Bowl. This nigga is here. First time to do it. This nigga is here, man. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even start on him. (laughs) If you say anything else, you're a hater. I have no explanation for you. This nigga's here. This nigga's here, man. Sauce, bro. Sauce. That's niggas there. You gotta respect it. It's like it's also it's a Mike shit. It's some Mike shit. So maybe oh, yeah. better, Mike. Yeah, he's oh yeah, he's he's I don't know how people don't got him as the as the nice I don't get I'll be like, I'll be like, I'll be like, oh no, what, I'm like, what more do you gotta do? That's what, hey. With it with it 15 out of 20? <laughs> like, is that is that the is that the bar you gotta cross to me to go? I don't know what you gotta do. I don't know what you gotta do. If if do it that many times. Exactly. Man, crazy. Change, Sean. Just, just switch squads. Tom better than Jordan, Sean. Yeah, well, my, that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> you say you mighty quiet over there. That's tough, oh, but man. it's close. I mean, yeah. I got him as the most clutch sports performer ever, and it probably might. And it's not close up there, but I would take. I'm going Tom. Why did he kick that field goal? The uh, Matt Lafleur. What well, what the fuck was he thinking? Giving the ball back to Tom? I mean, you're admitting defeat at that point. Giving him the Ooh. football back. So that was so cowardly. It was like your whole team is like, like yeah, you need you need you need believe you need believe in us. You don't think we could get? We have to at the eight. If we get this field goal, we gotta score a touchdown anyway. Right. And get the ball. Yeah, bro. Man, we need like we need like a long list of shit to go right <laughs> in order to even have a chance. We could have a chance with like twenty seconds left, or I can just see if Aaron Rodgers fling one in. We at the eight yard line, shit at the crib. Let's see what's up. If we miss, 
They're backed up inside the 10. Right. We can get the ball back. We still need a touchdown. Yeah. We still point. need a touchdown anyway. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the field goal gets you like absolutely nothing. It's it makes no sense. You still got to score seven anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I can see, I don't need, I don't know. I don't know what he was, I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> Your best case scenario, punt it back, get the ball back with less than a minute. The only Probably at the 20. I have is like you have no timeouts. Ravens, like you have a dominant defense. Like, right. Like you have a top five defense of all time. That you know they're getting them three and out. Like, right. like we're, no, getting the ball sure. straight, we're getting the for ball sure. straight back. This is, and unless you were thinking you have that type of defense, other than that, it was cowardly as fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. And your boy Aaron, he said, man, it's a lot of uncertainty around here. Oh, he's out. I mean, I think that was that was clear that he's he, in mean, future. Yeah, he, he's out. Uh, but uh, another thing about that red zone uh, whole situation, on that third down, he had a clear path to run for the touchdown. And I thought he was gonna. And he ended up throwing the football, which is like... Okay. So he jagged it, and then his coach jagged it. Right after. Yeah, but... They both did. <laughs> that's not... I, I don't know if that's because he's older now, but in that scenario, he would have taken off before. I don't know. I don't know what, what, what that was. What made him not do it? Yeah, I, I can't do that. Ty Bowles, man, uh, keeps these great quarterbacks flustering them. It, from the beginning of the game, Aaron didn't look comfortable. Like... They were getting pressure. They were throwing different coverages at him. He didn't really know what to do. He couldn't get into a rhythm. They they uh, took Devontae pretty much out of the game. He had to go to Valdez uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Scantlin most of the game. Uh, man, Todd Bowles, he needs a job. He, should, he needs oh. a head job uh, yesterday. So a lot of these court, I mean, a lot of black coordinators are going to be in the Super Bowl, uh, and they all should have head coaching jobs. It's pretty ridiculous they don't. Brian Leftwich up there. Yeah, he he's gonna get a job though. He should. He um, should eventually. Like, even if you don't want to like do the second rendition of Todd Bowles or Leslie Frazier, like mm-hmm. like at least give Brian Leftwich a shot. Yeah. Like I understand you don't want to just repeat you wanna, you don't wanna even repeat. though they're black like head coaches, they like they could be I don't know. I don't think they're the best at being a head coach. Well, Todd Bowles was really, really good. I mean, he, the but Jets were—they've been—they're a terrible organization. He was pretty good with them. Go ahead. It's yeah. true. No, it's yeah. just. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say, uh, like, uh, there's there's coaches that a lot of times get fired and then you know what I mean do better in the second job in the mm-hmm. second That's position. True. So I mean, you I mean you you go a place you you try it one way you learn some stuff and then you go get a second crack at it. I think I think those guys have earned, you know what I mean, the second crack at it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Definitely Ty Bowles. Leslie Frazier as well. I mean, the, the Bills, I mean, the Bills defense played well. Mm-hmm. I actually think Leslie's I think he wants another job. I think he's a life defensive coordinator. Like some of these guys you could just tell mm-hmm. they should be DC'd. I think he's one of those. Ty Bowles, though, he's able to command a room. Um, he did really well with the Jets. They just didn't have the personnel. Uh, I think he needs another shot. Uh, the enemy is well, obviously. Yeah. Um, and, and in that for a minute. Yeah. Man, so. It's just, man, 
the play I, who's the play caller? Is it Andy Reid or the enemy? Or do they like I believe like, it to be Reed. No, but they Reed. go back and forth, I you think. You think so? But even, know, even but... said, even said, let's say it is Reed. Doug Peterson and um it was Andy Reed. You know what I'm saying? When they you know what I mean? My fucking stop. guy didn't fucking call the plays. And that, that didn't stop it. You know what I'm saying? That didn't stop them. Yeah, so, you know what I, mean? so, I don't know. It's just their play call and design is just they just I don't know. Their scheme is just crazy. It's different. It's yeah. different. Uh, yeah, your boy. He, the he, shuffle pass to the like, nicest to Kelsey nicest. for the touchdown. Like that's fucking. I don't know if he's gonna catch Tom. That that is tough to even be in that conversation. He's on the trajectory, but to catch him, if he that's does, tough. If, I don't know. In the Super Bowl half year, who's gonna play? We never got Braun versus Mike. This is it. This is this is Braun versus Mike, bro. This is this is it. We finally got it. Like yeah, like all that, all the talk that we would have had with those guys that we have with these guys, we actually have a a, a game that we can look back to and, and compare these two guys. So that's going that's very very interesting, and that's like fun, you know. So I just hope they both show the fuck out. And it's well, like a uh, high scoring game. You do not have to worry about Pat Mahomes <laughs> showing out. Yeah. I can promise you that. Um, I the old guy's at home, so he got an advantage Dude. too. I have no idea who wins this. I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually feeling like the Bucks are gonna get some turnovers in that one. Really? He's been getting turnovers all year. It just—it's <laughs> been. He has a stat line that looks like Jameis. Yeah. He had three touchdowns, three interceptions. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I don't know what happened. It like yeah, Tom faded in the end of that game, but the defense held up. He had a mini meltdown, and Aaron still couldn't get him. Still couldn't get him. <laughs> Dang, so you definitely don't want to win him when he was yeah. your age. <laughs> so. It's tough. Where does Aaron go? Where do you think he could he could possibly go? San Francisco. Seems like a likely destination. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, he's going to be your guy. Yeah, I feel like he's going to San Francisco. He's going back home. So this is your your life is funny because you hate on Aaron and he becomes your quarterback. You hate on Braun, he becomes your Bron. guy. Yes, you have. Yes, you have, bro. Yes, you have. Bro, I've known you for however long I've known you. Yes, you have, bro. You've been hating on all, both of them forever, bro. No, I, 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 bro, I've I've been there. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? What are you talking about? Dog, no, I've heard it. It's me. It's me. <laughs> right. How you gonna lie to me, bro? I'm, I heard it. <laughs> the fuck? I was uh, there. <laughs> right. Yeah, no. Adam Schefter says it's probably a Cali team. Uh, I don't know if the Rams would. The Rams know. Uh, obviously not the Chargers. So that only <laughs> leaves one place. Damn. We're looking desperate. <laughs> Desperate than a motherfucker. I can it, and maybe Denver. Denver, I can see Denver. What about New England? No. I don't seem like a good. I don't know. I don't think New England is a place where like a Belichick will have to groom his own guy. I think. I don't think they can keep bringing people in. No. No. Okay. Cool. I mean, Cool. I, I don't I, think he wants to go back to uh, Northern California. Personally, I just don't. I don't think he wants to do that. Him, him and his family ain't like that. Cool like that. So, so if uh, it's not Cali, then where? That's what I mean. That's, that's, that's why what I'm I saying. feel like it's. That's why I feel like it's going though. That's what I feel like. 
maybe maybe uh Denver, Dallas. somewhere somewhere like that. Um, it could be Dallas. Could be. You ideally would want to trade him to the AFC, but he's so he's in your like pantheon guys, so they probably gonna let him like pick the life he's gonna like mm-hmm. force it on him. Wow, the NFL is gonna look totally different next year. Yeah, with all these quarterbacks. And it's gonna be a Stafford, it's gonna be a good thing. He's on the market. Apparently, the Bears, according to Jay Glazer, are players in the quarterback market. I have no idea what that means. It, it's not going to be Stafford. It's not going to no, be Rodgers. Not in the division. Not in the um, division. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even know what that means. Then another scrub. So I'm not even getting my hopes up. Th- those are the guys. Like those are the hot. You know what I mean? Those are the two hot names. Unless they trade up again. Mm-hmm. In another risky quarterback. Yeah. That would be the only. Yeah, you haven't learned your lesson the first time, bro. I'm not, I'm not making the call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying, like, I actually yeah, don't I mean, give a fuck anymore. About that. I, don't I don't blame care. you. I don't care. Yeah, y'all in a tough spot. Yeah, yeah, y'all in a tough spot. If you don't have good owners, bro, you can't win. Really, you. I mean, you have to. Unless, the only way to win with bad owners is you got to catch lightning in a bottle and yeah, get all time greats. Yeah, that's all. That's the only way it works. Only way we don't have that. So I listen. Um, y'all both have good ownership. So it's like, uh, well, y'all, yours is a little shaky, but it's, I mean, y'all was just in this fucking Super Bowl, so it ain't that damn bad. He struck two times with his head coach, and, and he, but he bumbled the first one. It was like a good, we should have stuck together. Mm-hmm. With the Jim Harbaugh and then Kyle. We'll see, hopefully he doesn't bumble this one, you know what I mean, so far. He tripped over this, he knew he was going to bumble it so bad that after... He lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> he didn't win the Super Bowl. He lost it. He got a six-year extension. He was like, I don't start locking him up now while he's down. <laughs> like, fumble this one up again. Rushed in and signed him. So you're looking at a guy that could have, what, one winning season? And got a six, like two six-year deals. It's like he's just... It's nuts, man. Are you talking about Kyle Shanahan? Yes. Yeah. He had the the one the Super Bowl run. Well, it's kind of like that. the golden white boy in the NFL. His dad was a coach. Like you know, how he is goes. for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like he. But you could do a lot worse than Kyle Shanahan. So that's true. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. He like he he knew he was he he like he knew he would he could and if he if he bumbled that, I hope he could strike lightning again and not do like Jim Kelly's and. Like Singletary. <laughs> oh, we just interviewed. We we uh, before we hired DC, we interviewed Mike. He <laughs> <laughs> laughs for DC for DC man. He probably called in the favor. He's still good, you know, and shy. Was so. it the Rooney Rule type of? No, I because we ended up hiring a, a Indian guy. So. Oh, okay, yeah, is it DC? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He was on the staff, but uh, sure. We're still going to be terrible. I, I, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I, the guy that I want that's out there right now uh, that I wish we we could fire our guy and hire is Doug Peterson. Um, he's probably, to me, he's an elite top-tier coach. Um, 
And he's just on the street right now. I, I think somebody might hi- wise up and hire him, but uh, that's the guy I would want for my franchise. We brought him in on our coaching staff. The Texans? Yeah, Bob Ryan. Or is it Bob Ryan? Rob Ryan. I don't think so. I think that they have a, a guy in mind. I think they might hire Josh McDaniels. Mm. Oh, that's disgusting. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't know if that's just smoke, but they, they're saying he wants, uh, Watson wants to play for like a non-white head coach. Mm-hmm. So, so Jets, Dolphins, that's it. That's it. That's all your, all your choices. Uh, predict the Super Bowl. Who wins? Keith? I'm not going against Tom. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You're going to have to show me. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're more capable. The Chiefs are more capable of winning. But, you know, you have to show me. I'm going mm-hmm. with Tampa Bay. And it's, right. in, and it's in Tampa Bay. And it's in Tampa Bay. Wow. Easy. Don't get it. <laughs> put some respect on Pat Mahomes' name. He goes in there and beats up on. I mean, it could happen. I mean, you never know. M. Yeah, I don't bet against that guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> talking shit. <laughs> I mean, the Chiefs is nice at all. He's nice at all. But they don't fit the profile of what he looks like. He always looks to like scrub quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. <laughs> like it'd be like mm-hmm. Eli, Nick Foles. But when it's like another squad and it's like go time, he always come through in the end. Like <laughs> <Blood> shit. <laughs> Damn. Fuck the niggas up. I still he's back. <laughs> wow. From nowhere too, like you didn't almost see it. Just, like you played in the first playoff game, we were like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> he back. It still, it still looks the same. No, <laughs> he's just wearing a different uniform. <laughs> this was supposed to be us, man. Damn. Nigga knocked on your door. Boop boop boop. Hey, Damn, he said no. Hey, Kyle. What's up? We don't Ooh. If that really what happened, what a mistake that, that did happen. Like, he, Tom that's an all like, time blunder. Tom, no, Tom was like, Yo, what's up, bro? Like, I mean, he was coming off the Super Bowl squad load. He, like, shit, I come through. I put you over the top. Right. Talk about fucking crazy. They said, Nah, I'm cool. We don't rock with Jimmy. He, no second year in the system, younger. I was telling you, remember I told you, I was like, I would cut that nigga. And so I thought, oh, okay, if he's 42, 43, 41, I don't care. I'll cut him in sign time right there to there. They balked. Bruce Aarons, they ain't, he ain't hesitate. Pat, I mean, couldn't. If the goat comes knocking at your door, or uh, you can't say no, usually. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a- that's a mistake. That's on his resume, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we have made a bet, uh, Emin and I, that it's double or nothing. Um, I was supposed to take shots. At, what, what was the bet I lost? The Bama... Uh, uh, State joint. 
Bama, Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was silly. I don't know why I did that one. Uh, so I have to take four shots on camera if um, if Mahomes and them lose. I'm I'm not even gonna say I'm confident because the time and them are rolling. So we taking a shot of basically that's the question. Yeah. yeah. Well, do say of. do say if it, if yeah, it happens. Hopefully, it be something good. Hopefully, it be something good. But um, celebrate history. <laughs> uh, but all all jokes aside, though. This ain't easy. I mean, it's not. It's still Mahomes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, that's why I, it's the greatest show on turf. It's still you know what I mean? it's, it's still oh, him. Shit. That's what I'm saying. I've seen this movie. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This it's time like, it's like, but this time he's old, and it's like, can he still do it? <laughs> Tom Brady. It's the new greatest show on turf. It's Patrick Mahomes. He was no, and 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 and, and what's the what uh, Tyreek and, and and the running backs and then mm-hmm. the Lido line, and they still got a good defense and top coaching. Can he can he do it? Ooh, he he wants this one. He now I, now Tom wants this one because it's like it would solidify him. Like like no questions. He beat your new goat. So what can you say? But I think that I, listen, where I went out, LF Bill he crumbled, and now look where I am. Beat two Hall of Famers on the way to the Super Bowl. Well, three if he if he beats you know what I'm saying he beat. That's what I'm saying. I beat your new goat. Yeah. At the end, it's just they're gonna try to say he nicer to me, but he could get me at forty. <laughs> he gonna beat. What is uh, he like this? Mahomes gonna beat him. Let's see. They gonna go in there and win. I'm pretty confident about that. Man, so tall I feel. Tall. I feel like it's not though. Like it is it, the fact that it's in Tampa Bay if, too. It, it's just like it just seems too magical, bro. It just seems I, like it's right. A lot of that pressure. That, it's a lot it's, of pressure. It's a pressure on Tom. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm is it really pressure on Tom? As much yeah, because Tom this is it. This is it, bro. I'm here again, bro. This is it. This is it for him. This is it, oh, man. Never this had a it. Super Bowl in this city before. Huh. We'll see. I've been playing in all year. We'll see. And, and the Super Bowl is really, I mean, I guess I, it is his stadium. <sighs> yeah. I, you know what? It's fine. But listen, hey, Holmes. No, no, no. If okay. anybody can do it, it's him. It's though. Patty. It's Patty Mahomes. If anybody can say it, yeah. If if it, so, it's not like just like I know he's on his he's on his magic carpet ride. Cool, but on the other side is a bad motherfucker, bro. Like one of the nicest niggas we've ever seen. And he he come he he is the champ right now. What are we talking about? Yeah. But he's been in this ring. Yes, he's, 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 he has the. He coming in with the belt. It ain't like he ain't like it ain't like he coming to get the belt. He coming in with it. So it's like, hold on now. But Tom's uh, the type they of guy that they got take the that belt motherfucker from. They both want this. This one is crazy. Okay, because if if he beat going there and beat Tom at his crib, he is set like that. That solidifies him. He's Hall of Fame right now. That 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 is like all right. He is. This the next era is here. Get this old, send this old nigga home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't need him no more. We don't need him no more, bro. On the way, too. Yeah. Get him home, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, this this don't is be typical. Don't be typical. Go ahead and rest. Mid thirty, down. She's down fourteen. 
down. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't know if he could do that anymore. Need a three. He just. I don't know what he need. He gonna get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's he has hell of wide receivers. What do he you does. need, Sean? No, no, no. He kind of had a meltdown at the end of the game. Like oh, okay. some of that's, them, some of some of them were bad. Some of them weren't. 100%. He was missing wide open throws. Uh, he did, he did, he's he not the same guy, the, bro. Down the yeah, when you're forty, you can't you can't man you can't maintain it like start to finish. You know what I mean? You have like flashes of of up and. Of, of, of hitting your old peak form. Is this is a shootout? Y'all think? He Tom doesn't want that. He wants to shoot out with my homes. But <laughs> with these weapons, he does not want that. He will fade away, bro. He's a little yeah. He's if he was younger. If he was thirty eight, I'd be like, yeah, he could probably. That, he like forty five or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. Yo, that's man. tough, man. He, he be starting hot. He, just, he can't have no three. He can't, can't have bombs. He can't have no turnovers at the end. One of them bounced off somebody's hands, though. Like, so okay, no, but he was missing wide open throws, though. No, he, blew, no, he blew the one. He blew the one that went ice. And he threw three picks. Like, he, it, 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 they were ugly picks, too. They were ugly. I'm all going to whoop that old nigga's ass. <laughs> come on, old man. Come, come catch this L. <laughs> and then go on back to the uh, KC with, with two belts. With two belts, bro. If it was anybody else, I would agree. Completely. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's the one guy, man. Like, I'm be down by two touchdowns. That's the boogeyman, bro. Uh, the boogeyman in Kansas City. The boogeyman in Kansas City now. No, not anymore. Really he comes down from 28-3 and takes your heart. Not anymore, bro. That's to your son. That's the boogie man, bro. What, what year was he book? What, what year was uh the Atlanta comeback? 2014-15? That's a long time ago, bro. In football years, that's a lifetime. Five years, lifetime. He's not that same guy. I get it. This is a magic ride. He got out the NFC. It's like he went to the East. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl after that, though. He wasn't done yet. <laughs> All right. But, but wait, there's more. After he did the miraculous comeback, he also won All another right. Super Bowl. And now here he is. He has three number one wide receivers, bro. The, the, the issue is here, too. And Gronk's cold ass. Well, you know Gronk going to do something in this motherfucker. Schematically, this is a bad matchup for... The Bucks. You cannot man these guys on the outside. He will rip you to shreds. You have to zone up, and they're not a zone team. This is a bad matchup for them going in there. They're gonna beat them. What they 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 lost to him earlier in the year. That gives you some tape to be able to regroup from and come up with a better plan. I trust I trust our bows, but it's but I trust I trust them to come up with the fixes. You know what I mean? But it's no no no. But with these guys, it's tough to come up with fixes. Is what I'm saying. Like the same shit that you was going that you fucked up with before is gonna happen again. Especially when you're manning these guys, Tariq, Hardman, Kelsey. You're manning these elite receive. It's tough with the best guy out right now throwing. I don't know. I can't see it, actually. When you talk it out, it's not happening. It's a it's a fun it's a fun story, but it's not happening. Um, so we said Aaron goes to. What about Stafford? Where y'all think he goes? 
I got a surprise for us. Oh, what? Oh. The Dolphins. Uh, maybe. I don't, for some reason, I think they're not sold on Tua. And they got a lot of picks. I don't need picks to get Stafford. Oh, they are trying to trade Stafford. I thought is he a free agent or no? He's a no. They, they trade him, trying to trade him. Oh, okay. He's on the and then if you trade for him, he'd be cheap too. He'd be cheap under your deal, and then you can load back up. No, that would be interesting. If you don't have to move three, because they do have what, like their first round pick, which is what in the mid, mid or late round, you could give up that pick. Mid pick, keep three. I like the chances to, to contend in your conference a lot better. Make it that move. Who's and going to the Jets? you think he's going to the Jets? I said, who's going to the Jets? I think they're going to rock with Darnold. And no, one of these quarterbacks is going to be missing out, and one of them is going to go like be the go try to compete with him. I feel like. Yeah, I agree. The Jets have to get a quarterback. They have to. I, I would. I don't know. It kind of feels like Darnold's being forced on them. It's kind of the the, the the vibe I get. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong because they shouldn't you know, have not a, big, not a big Darnold drive. The writing was on the wall. I feel like on a lot of these guys. That was the same draft with Josh Allen, though, right? Josh, yeah, Josh, Josh Allen, Lamar, Baker, Baker, Josh Rosen. So it was they went three out of five worked out pretty much. Baker, Baker, Lamar, Allen, Josh. yeah, those are those are the three out of the five that worked. Uh, damn, if they, if they somebody one of those twos take Lamar, their whole fucking situation is different. <laughs> fucking dummies, man, idiots. Imagine him in New York, Lamar. He's a fucking he'd be a fucking star. Um. Uh, yeah, I have no idea where Stafford goes. No idea. <clears throat> the Colts. The Colts seem like everybody needs a quarterback right now. Yeah. Like, how we're in, we're in play for him too. Like we're in play for everybody. Green yeah, Bay. Well, Green Bay. Bay. Want to get a quarterback? Uh, a backup. Or compete with the the guy. Uh, you draft. You move up to get him. You, you, you gonna rock with him? And you don't have to start him. You're going to bring compete. in a backup, but you're not going to bring in somebody to compete with him. It's finally over. They had Favre. They had Rodgers. And that's over. I was wondering when it was going to end. It's over now. Thank you. It's over. Damn, that was a long time, bro. What if it's not, though? Right, right, right. They kiss and make up. They kiss and make up. I wouldn't let that nigga walk out the door. I wouldn't let him. We gonna stop being cheap. We gonna stop being cheap. We gonna sign some guys and draft yeah. some receivers. Sorry, sorry, man. We gonna draft up, trade up no more quarterback. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. don't even know, man. You understand? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. No idea where Stafford goes. No idea who the Bears bring in. Um, Washington need a quarterback. Washington needs yes, one. They need one. So it's four in the draft, though. Um, a couple on the move. Tua could be somewhere new. Um, Possibly, but he's valued at all time low. So the salaries yeah. for quarterbacks are going to start going down. I would take Tua. 
I don't even like him, and I would take him. <laughs> Me, that was thinking the same damn thing. Like, I don't even like him. Flood of quarterbacks in the market, and the price is about to go down for them. No, I, actually, I think there's more demand than supply. That's what it feels like hmm. at present. At present okay. time. Yeah, we came to a juncture where it's like, yeah, everybody needs a guy. Well, at this, I think you're right, Keith. But at this specific moment, yeah. it's it's more demand than supply. I think some of that demand will subside uh, when people realize the situations. But right now, it's uh, it's definitely more. Yeah, because everybody needs one: Detroit, Chicago, Green Bay, Miami, um, San Francisco, New England, Washington, Houston. <laughs> Dallas, Dallas, maybe. I'm Even Dallas I think that, may need I think a backup. Like they need a quarterback. Yeah, I guess. Man, maybe it is Aaron. Uh, go, but I don't know if Aaron rocks with Aaron uh, McCarthy like that. Actually, so that's probably no. Uh, he's not going to Dallas. If yeah, yeah. He don't fuck with uh, Mike McCarthy like that. So no. Uh, we would still be in play. They out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's it, I have no idea how this shakes out, but it's gonna be fun. Um, if we make the right decision, the NFC North is wide open. So yeah, but Aaron, Aaron, yeah, Aaron, if Aaron dips, it's like I have shit. We go put some shit together. Yeah, <laughs> anybody win a shit? No, no. Fuck. Um, but I have still no faith in in that regime and 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 this put football it together, huh? No, no faith. Um, so. So yeah. Thanks for listening to the Rashawn Franklin podcast. As always, please subscribe or everywhere you listen to your podcast. That's Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, just search us on Google anywhere you can find us. Again, thank you and uh, peace. Check it out.